It's time to watch the Muppets with special guest, the stars of Star Wars. I've been dying to watch Star Wars, and you want to know why? Why? Because you suggested to me that I should listen to the Newcomers podcast. Yeah. And I did. You did? You I'm was, in the middle the Star of... Wars one? I've been doing the Star it's Wars It's really ones. good. They're so good. They're uh-huh. making me want to watch them again. Their <laughs> love for the characters is similar. It reminds me of you and I, how like we love Gonzo, they love Baby Yoda. And they're like, where's Baby Yoda? Yeah. Where does he come from? When is he showing up? And it's like... You guys have so much work to do before you get there. I know. Like, you don't even understand. Yeah, they don't. And it's, <laughs> it's just wild to, like, listen to them. Right now, I, I've listened to them do A New Hope. I've listened to them do, you know, uh, Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, no. Empire Strikes Back, then Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And then now I'm on the prequels with them. And yeah. I listen to Phantom Menace and then the second one, Clone Wars. Uh-huh. And now I'm on the way here. I was listening to... Revenge of the Sith one. When Nicole Byers does like cold readings of the characters' names and she just cannot. <laughs> it's so His funny. name is Hans Olo. She goes, <laughs> She's like, I know his name isn't Hans Olo, but. But every time she reads it, she reads it as Hans. But it's, and then Hans comes in. <laughs> but cri- but the way that they're bashing Christian Hadenson's acting mm-hmm. is hilarious because he really is like the worst part of those movies. Yeah. And there's. Hayden Christensen, by the way. What what I call him? You called him Christian Haydenson. <laughs> I just wanted to just put that in there. We know his real name. It's not good. No, but then he's really bad. What I think is funny is that they talk about the difference between practical sets and, you know, these animated sets. Yeah. And I do think it impedes the actors from doing a good job. It's like you're standing in a green screen yes. and you're supposed to act yeah. and like believe the story. You're talking to a ping pong ball man. You're not talking to a person. You're not talking to a puppet. You're not talking mm-hmm. to anything. You're talking to someone in a full green screen suit. And in then a they stage, put a sticker on thing. them. Yeah, it's insane. It is insane. The episode that they do where they talk to Ahmed Best, is that his name? Who was Jar Jar Binks. I didn't get to that one is yet. It's such a good episode because he goes in depth about, he tells this very funny story about meeting Michael Jackson with George Lucas that I do not want to spoil for no, you. No, don't spoil it. It's so funny. But he goes into a lot of the information about how like groundbreaking what they were doing was and like how he's the first fully CGI'd character. You know, they invented some pieces. But to he make did the that. body work for it. Yes. And he is. And Nicole points out time and time again, it's like, yeah, he's annoying. Uh-huh. But like, he is a terrific physical actor. Yes. Yeah. And it, he is. It made me come around on Jar Jar Binks listening to him talk about it. I was like, wow, that's so fucking cool that like. Except it's unforgivable that he gives Palpatine all that power. I'm sorry. It it's is like, I know that's the writing uh-huh. of the character, but it's fucking unforgivable. Yeah. And it's like. But then again, if you think about how Palpatine takes all the power slowly, I'm like, that's the kind of shit that happens all the time uh-huh. in, like, our yeah. reality. Yeah, look outside the fucking window. Guess who's palpatining themselves? Like, there's a ton of people. Yeah, like, you know? it's a good thing that Franklin Delano Roosevelt, like, decided to, like, give back the power. Because didn't we give him temporary... I. 
I am an educated person. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, didn't we? He his term went on longer than a normal president's term so. should be because it was World War Two. Yes, I believe so. And he decided, but if that was like, no offense to Trump lovers, if that was Trump, I feel like Trump no would be like, I ain't leaving. I, yeah, no. He'd be, I'm actually going to stay here. Yeah. Thank you. That's okay. Yeah. Same with Palpatine. <laughs> Why don't you get me All right, let's get things started, Megan. Yeah, let's get it. Cold open Angus McGonagall is all set to guess the mo- guest. Professor McGonagall? Cold open Angus McGonagall is all set to guest on The Muppet Show. That is, until the cast of Star Wars just so happened to blast through the dressing room wall. <laughs> Luke Skywalker and C-3PO and R2-D2 from Star Wars. Oh, they'd make much better guests than Mr. McGonagall. Uh, You're going to have to uh, leave. Just Sorry. a minute, Come on, let's go. Excuse me, Master Luke, but what is this strange world we've come to? Beats me, 3PO. Seems we've landed on some sort of comedy variety show planet. Ang- but Angus McGonagall's tongue is insane. It's so crazy. Insane. This I hope he has a lady character. McGonagall because that tongue. My, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, what's her name? Minerva yeah, McGonagall, Min- right? <laughs> this is canonically. And that's why she's an animagus because she hooked up with a Muppet. That's how you become an animagus. Am I even saying that right? Rita Skeeter could never. <laughs> She's unregistered. <laughs> Kermit introduces the guest stars <laughs> for the week. The stars of Star Wars. Angus McGonagall comes on stage to protest. Kermit explains that he doesn't even know what Argyle Gargoyles... What an Argyle... I cannot say this. This is going to be the whole episode. Kermit explains that he doesn't even know what an Argyle Gargoyle does. McGonagall explains that they gargle Gershwin gorgeously. <laughs> This is this is my Nicole Byer nightmare. <laughs> having to read this. Oh my god! When they oh, break damn. through the walls, all I need to say though is that there's another wall behind them. Uh-huh. It was not the outside. They didn't come from a spaceship. No. <laughs> like it was. Weird. The call is coming from inside. The yeah, house. the calls are coming from inside the house. <laughs> they could have very well just walked through the door. It made it look like outside. Just behind them, put outside like exact street. Hang whatever. up a tarp a t- that's blue. <laughs> Anything. Oh, oh my god, yeah, anything to make it look, I don't know. Whatever. It was a brick wall. It's so stupid. And it was an inside brick wall. It was like painted white. Yes, yeah. It was definitely <laughs> the next room over. Yeah, it was they, like... Their spaceship landed the next room a over. A wall from our high school. Uh-huh. <laughs> so a shepherd next sings Ramalama Ding Dong. I love this. To his shepherdess and amid a flock of sheep. I was nervous about this sketch, and then they started singing the Ramalama Ding Dong, and it was like the ooh ah, ooh ah. I, I'm not doing it right, this but like it was Jones hilarious. This is a Junior song from 1958. Yeah, this is that like 50s nostalgia is already about to hit mm-hmm. in the 80s. Like we're starting it off right now. When did Grease come out? Grease, Grease. Well, Grease is the word. Have you heard? Um, when um, I can the, look it up. When the women see Grease Lightning, you know what they're gonna do. Go Grease Lightning. Do you know what they're gonna do? No, I don't. Well, seventy-eight. Gonna, the chicks will cream for Grease Lightning. That's what they say. Yes, Megan, it's... 
They say that? <laughs> I watched this movie as a kid. The film is from 78. The musical is from 71. They'll cream. Yep. The chicks will cream. For Grace Lightning. Um. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. We're already really They didn't have start. condoms back then so either in the epi- 50s, right? I'm crossing over that right Lamb now. Lambskin. <laughs> so this episode aired, I forgot to say already, in the UK on February 29th, 1980, and in the US on February 21st, 1980. So this is pretty close together. This is like the same week this episode aired. Oh, wow. 29th. That means it was a leap year, right? Uh, yeah, it does mean yeah. it was a leap year. Cool. Okay. So this song, I love this Ramalama Ding Dong thing. I thought this was really cool. I liked it. And I'm it. like, this is such a weird start, but I guess this is the start to an episode with a Scottish guest, right? Not a start to a Star Wars episode. Yes, like you're with the right. Sheep and the lamb That's and the herd a really good and everything, you know, that. like because uh, it didn't seem like it fit until you think about it that way. Yeah. Well, sometimes I don't really think too much into how things fit with the Muppets because sometimes. Nothing. F- Sometimes, yeah, there's no rhyme or reason. There's no rhyme or reason. So next, C-3PO and R2-D2 approach Kermit to explain that they're on, why they're on the show. They're looking for Chewbacca the, and present Kermit with a message from the Wookiee. It says, to Luke Skywalker, C-3PO, and R2-D2, help. I am being held prisoner by a bunch of weird turkeys. As <laughs> C-3PO points out, it does sound rather like your show. I think that's silly. Luke Skywalker breaks into the theater calling out, Remember Alderaan and Down with the Empire. C-3PO agrees to try to calm him down. He and Kermit can both agree how strange humans are. So yeah, he they like talk about how strange humans are. Like we said last mm-hmm. week that like this is... Oh, we didn't say... Whatever. Two weeks ago. It's yeah. like, who is a person? They couldn't figure out what... Yeah, what's a person? What are people? Whatever. You yeah. Know, like they kind of claim, we thought maybe that they were saying that Muppets are people too or whatever, but they're not. Muppets, they're Muppets. are people, so why should it be? <laughs> I thought this was kind of cool and it was very much Star Wars written by non-Star Wars writers. The like, remember Alderaan. I'm like, that's not something that they ever say in that movie, but it feels like something they should have said in those movies. They should have said that. You know, it's like, like what? that's what you were doing everything for, Bro, right? And Alderaan blows up and it's devastating. Mm-hmm. And like, where's the devastation? Yeah. You never... The entire planet blows up. They don't talk much about like refugees from Alderaan and stuff. You know, like folks who were off planet that now like have no home and, you know... I don't feel like they do. They might tackle that kind of stuff in, like, the comics or in the books and stuff. In the novels, yeah. Like, in the movies, they never really... Yeah, it's just like, oh, Princess Leia, look, you're the last, like, lone survivor. They treat her like she's it. That's it. Exactly. And I feel like I didn't really get much into Alderaan. Like, I knew how important Alderaan was, Princess Leia is from there, until Mm -hmm. we got to those um, Ewan McGregor... Yeah. What is that? What was that called again? It was just called Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan, yeah. Yeah, when they show Alderaan. Like, really... They really the, show... The world beautiful. of Alderaan. Yeah. Versus... Yeah, instead, you know, it's just, like, kind of almost, like, used against Leia. Like, as, as like, oh, well, if you don't fucking cooperate, we're going to do another Alderaan. You know, mm-hmm. like, we'll blow up another planet. How does, would you like that? Does Leia remember Obi-Wan when she records the C3... Uh, the R2-D2 message to him? Like, from childhood? Or do you think they had interaction in between? She says something about, like, how he's helped her family before. Yeah, so maybe she's just like, I know of Obi-Wan. Do you mean Old Ben? I think she's talking about Old Ben. I don't know. I never really put that together. (laughs) Old Ben, who lives... 
who lives on Tatooine. Oh, right? he lives totally lives on. Yeah, Tatooine. he's a hermit. Yeah, and he's just I, the old. Guy. I didn't realize Luke was a moisture farmer. Yeah, that's Whatever weird. Fuck, yeah, do you just dig holes? I I really I don't know how you're they digging a well. Their moisture, but it must be because they live like undergroundish. Also, right. Do they? Yeah. I thought they lived in like that, a... like dome thing. It looks like it has like. Oh it, yeah, it's it a little deep. Yeah, deep, right. It would only make sense. Hmm. Anytime I think of um, Uncle Owen, yeah, I think. I of think An- of... Anytime I think of Amberu, I just think of the Star Wars. That was Family Guy. This okay, the especially the first Star Wars Family uh-huh. Guy. I have to say, I think is almost better than A New Hope. I think it is too. <laughs> like I can't watch A New Hope without thinking of like. Tell Uncle Owen yeah. not to tell you your father's Darth Vader. By the time you get to Return of the Jedi, it's not this. The Family Guy ones are they're so, so phoned good. In. Yeah, yeah, they're not so good. But it like felt the, like an obligation. The first one was really good. The second one was pretty good. I think the first one is like, I can't believe we're doing this. The second one is like, thank God we get to do another yeah. one. And the third one is like, fine, we'll do the third yeah, one. You know, exactly. Like, Exactly. But and yeah, I like Return of the Jedi as a movie. I think it's really fun. I watched Return of the Jedi the other day in bits and pieces on like TBS or something. When I left, we put it on for the dog and then we left, you know. And I like was watching it and I'm like, this movie's fucking long. Oh, yeah. Like the Jabba Palace stuff takes forever. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it shouldn't. Like, I don't know. Does Star the movie... Wars movies love to drag on. I know. Wait, just so I remember, Empire starts on Hoth, right? Yes. Those Hoth... They should call it cold. Yeah. That's another family guy joke. Hilarious. Uh-huh. Those Hoth, like, do you remember the record store in Howell? Mm-hmm. They had, like, the Hoth doll of Princess Leia. Yeah. I fucking wish I ha- could afford that at the time. Uh-huh. Like, I would buy that toy. And then Jedi starts with them, with the Ewoks, right? And they're like, are they battling no, Ewoks? No, Jedi starts in Jabba's palace. Jedi starts in Jabba's palace. Yeah, when did go, they go to the forest nation? The forest. That's not until like towards the the middle and the end and stuff. Uh, I'm, getting it, I'm getting it turned forever. around. I'm getting it turned around. Yeah. yeah, it opens in Jabba's palace. I think it opens with C-3PO and Luke. Are they like? Yeah, because Hans is yeah, it Hans unfrozen yet? Yeah, yeah, he's not unfrozen yeah. yet. Yeah, and then after the palace scenes, then there's the outside the palace where Boba Fett gets eaten by the Sarlacc and all that stuff. Oh like, yeah, the Sarlacc. The movie just it takes fucking forever. It's crazy. I don't know. It's good, but it does feel like it could have been edited down. Like there's like a lot <laughs> dun, of like dun, glances dun, and you know I do love Star Wars. So a Muppets news flash. The newsman reports on the national sheepdog trials. They're, <laughs> they're found not guilty to the distaste of sheep. And then the sheep like bully him and just like, because he says that like yeah, sheepdog. Yeah, they're like ramming whatever. him. Stupid. Have you ever seen a dog uh, herd sheep? Um, Not in like real life. No, no, no. no. I, but I know, have like seen a video. video and it's like It's kind of cool. Yeah. The dog is so into it. Yeah. And, and like, the dog's nice to the sheep. I watched a cool video the other day of a dog herding little ducks into a pond that were, like, not in the pond. <gasps> and it was really cute. That it's sounds very so cute. cute. Like, I don't know why he was doing it. If, like, the, the Oh, land... you assume that it's a boy dog? Like, oh, God. I'm just oh kidding. God. I'm just kidding. Bah-ram you. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know why they were doing it, but... um. When the ducks finally got in the pond, they were like, oh, like it seemed like they didn't know the pond was there. They were like, oh, this is where we need to be. It just, yeah. oh, it just like feels this. correct. This feels better. Yeah. This feels correct. <laughs> Next, Scooter practices his song for the second half of the show, but is criticized by a sheep 
I did like in Scooter's little bedroom set. Okay, so first of all, I thought... I thought he was home. I thought he was home, right? And it's like this little bedroom set. I was like, oh, this is kind of neat that we're seeing Scooter's bedroom. But like, he has a poster of Luke Skywalker above his bed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's weird. He had pendants. Yeah. He had Yale, Harvard. We can see where his... his he wants to go. Uh-huh. He had an I love he can ha- go heart he NY. Wants. Yeah, he can go. He had a couple of things in there. Yeah, I thought this was kind of neat, the bedroom set. And then I'll complain about it later on when he actually performs in the bedroom. Okay. Because Sounds that bothered good. me. So Kermit asks the stars of Star Wars if they'll do a song <laughs> while they're there. Sadly, R2 is the only one eager to do so. Later, Fozzie Bear mistakes Luke Skywalker for Mark Hamill. Luke explains that Mark is his cousin <laughs> and goes to get him. When Mark returns... So 70s. <laughs> I know they're in the 80s right now, but that is such a 70s thing. Uh-huh. I'm so glad later on in the episode when they do the side-by-side, I'm like, yes, this technology was not here, yet you're still trying to do it. It's so cool. It's true, but it, I thought it looked fine. It, yeah, it looked fine. It didn't, but like I don't know. It's like they still they never like nailed the glances and everything, and it looked like their scale was off. Almost, oh, the scale he was, was stepped back a little further. Like he one was, like, Luke was bigger than the other, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, but they are it? cousins, so you know, yeah, they, they're cousins. They, they could be a little off. Since Luke won't perform in the show, Kermit asks Mark to. Mark first tries to impress them with his impressions. <laughs> But to no avail. He then tries to sing for them. He even tries to, to be a dancing comedian. Mark adds that he can gargle Gershwin, but <laughs> Kermit isn't amused and sends Mark packing. Luke returns, threatens to turn Fozzie into a rug, and then once again, he's off. Mark runs in again. Isn't that Luke Skywalker terrific? I love the idea that Luke Skywalker is looking for Chewbacca, and he will not, like, go anywhere else. He is only going to look in the back hallways of... And there's not very much back room to the Muppet Are Show. Are we to... Be- exactly. Like, if, if he was here, you'd find And him, if he so. were to go across the street, he would end up in the Star Wars studio. Because yeah. they're on L Street or whatever it is. So, yeah, like, like very famous yeah. filming area. And they, I love the idea that, like, only Mark Hamill will do the Muppet Show. Like, they can't get... No. Like, well, Anthony well, Daniels is there. Yeah. I, I mean, C-3PO but I mean, did like, it. Harrison Ford definitely was like, no. He full stop said no, right? I, this, I'm sure. But this, like... And they talk about this on the, um, the Newcomers podcast. But, like, the full-on erasure of the little person... In R two D two is, it's it's yeah. fucked. It really is. It's so fucked. Uh huh. There is someone acting as parts of this character, and then it's just like, oh, he's R two D two. Uh huh. Like yeah. not cool. Even when I was watching this, and like it, you're right. I just said only Mark Hamill, but like Anthony Daniels is in that fucking gold suit. Mm-hmm. And when I looked at him once, I was like, how is there a person in that suit? It is so form fitting. Mm-hmm. It must be so goddamn. He must uncomfortable. be very skinny. Yeah. He's I've seen pictures skinny. of him, and he is very skinny. I mean, he doesn't go in the suit anymore, but, like, you know. But this, like, version of a droid, I mean, this sort of aesthetic, this sort of, like, look for a droid has been used, yeah. like, forever. Yeah. And knocked off and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look up the, the show Poochie, which was an 80s show, she had an assistant that was a droid. Yeah. So- and looked similar. Literally, it's a not a full on knockoff, mm-hmm. except it's like a silver version. But what I think is funny, back to the the sketch, is that you know Mark Hamill's like doing impressions and things like that. But if you think about Mark Hamill, mm-hmm. isn't he like 
one of like the best voice actors of our yeah. time. Yeah, it's insane how like this is like a joke here, but like re- meanwhile he's been like he's dude the most Joker the favorite alone. Joker. Yeah, like it's so. But he's done way more than yeah, just the Joker. He does a lot of voice acting, but the Joker in that. Batman cartoon, mm-hmm. he makes that Batman yeah. cartoon. Because if you watch the Batman cartoon before the Joker enters scene, mm-hmm. because it starts off, I think the series starts off with like Catwoman and things like that, and it's like fine. It doesn't get really good until the Joker shows people up. People like, so you know how like everyone's like, oh, so who's your favorite Batman, whatever. Whenever people are like, oh, Heath Ledger and oh, favorite Joker. whatever, they, Mark Hamill is on that list. No, Mark Hamill has and to be on like, that list. And it's like, it's funny Excellent. because it's, you know, Heath Ledger and then you see him in the Heath Ledger makeup or whatever and then it's just a picture of Mark Hamill and, you know, like, but Hey, but Mark Hamill's face got all fucked up too, so. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. No, I feel, I mean, like, seriously, got into like a seriously terrible car accident, right? Yeah? I didn't know that. Yeah, so between the Star Wars, uh... Between, I think the first one and the second one. Oh, that's where his scars like that. It come was from. real, and he actually oh, had damn. stitches and stuff. He had to get all kinds of reconstructive surgery done on his oh, face. Oh, that's wild! I didn't yeah. know that. But damn. he looks way. He comes back more badass because it's like in A New Hope. It's like he is so fucking annoying. Yeah, he but suffered from like he's like a pretty boy too. Like yeah, in that movie. he doesn't know from anything. He's like a dumb he kid. has no parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's yeah. like a farmer. He's doing the right thing. And he then, literally is told about this religion and is like, cool, I think that's what I want to do. And it's like, Is well, it a religion, though? I guess it's I like... the Jedi Order is a religion It does extent. have like a religious thing. But then if you get into like, isn't there like blood bacteria that like yeah, makes the you strong? Midichlor- that's ridiculous. But like the Order of the Jedi, like they can't take a partner or anything. You know, and they wear it those barely robes. works for the Catholic Church. Why would it, they do that? I mean, it obviously doesn't work for the Jedi either. He's the child of a Jedi. Oh yeah, and know, then he had. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it obviously doesn't work That's, for many. Why are we doing this? I know. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Did you see? Speaking of all of this, that the Pope has come out and he's been like, "Oh well, okay, it's so not homosexuality illegal, is it's a, it's, it's a sin, but it's not illegal." Yeah. But stooping little boys so, is. So is he trying to say that, like, yeah, bring on your queer people to the Catholic Church, and then, like, we'll just tell you, like, yeah, you've sinned, but, like, but what about, come like, give us your dollars But what about, like, plate. gluttony and drunken debauchery yeah. and, I mean, how many times have you met a drunk priest? Mm-hmm. Always. I mean, I've never seen a sober one. It's all a part of their performance. <laughs> they go up there at 10 o'clock in the morning the and they wine. drink a glass of wine. And I mean, then they it's eat the a blood of, crackers, of Christ. Right? Yeah. It's, it's not wine. It's blood. Oh, that doesn't seem very biblical. Do you know? Okay, so this is a very fun, dumb little factoid about myself. <laughs> when I first got my, uh, did my first Holy Communion, right? Did, so, you, did you have like pictures taken of you with oh, like the, no. the rosary thank, thank and like your God little prayer hands? With the prayer hands. Um, <laughs> so I had, um, we had to go to rehearsal for how it was going to go and everything. And then they said like, oh, so then everyone's going to come up. We're going to give you the communion wafer. You're going to put out your hand like this. You take it like this. You, so you, you can't know, go like this? Whatever. So they hand us the communion wafer and they do the whole thing, but they don't bless it, whatever. So then I was like, my mom picked me up and I'm in the car and I said, I was like, hey, I have a question. And she's like, what? I'm like, so when I actually have my communion that day, like, is it going to taste different? And she's like, is what going to taste different? I'm like, is the wafer is, you know, when they do the body of Christ and it's blessed, is it going to taste different? And she goes, no. (laughs) And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I think I thought it was 
I thought it was magic. Yeah. You know, like it was this well, religious what, magic that you're believe that you're taught. That literally is the idea. It's right? like it's supposed to be like the miracle performed in front of and you. And when you're in second and it grade, literally becomes the blood of Christ. Yes. And it literally becomes the body of Christ. Yeah. And uh Oh my god, it I'm unpacking like this now and I'm like <laughs> So wait, so when I received my first Holy Communion from that moment on, I was like, oh, this isn't this And by isn't the way, real. the Christ's, I mean, think about it. It's like, what, Christianity is 2,000 years old at this point? Yeah, I guess. So, yeah. I mean, let's just be real. The body of Christ has been long been eaten. Yeah. It's been gone. Oh, that's gone. It's Picked gone. And apart. Yeah. That's, the yeah. blood has been drank. Uh-huh. The body's been eaten. He's all done now. How much blood does a body really have? Yeah. Come on. It's, blood. it's gone. Four masses every You've Sunday, liver, one on Saturday. Everything. No. It's all gone. But yeah, I guess that's the the day that the veil was lifted and I <laughs> was like, none of this. <laughs> it's like finding out. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, you my God. Mean, but what would it taste like a finger? Like when you put your finger in your mouth or something like that? Like I, <laughs> I imagine, don't know. Like, I don't know. What? Oh, my God. And they don't let you drink. They, did they let you drink the wine? Did they let you drink the blood? I don't think if so. If it was just blood, they should have let you drink it. They should have, yeah. Right? It's There's a, no limit. Right? I don't have to be 21 to you drink blood. Get drunk on uh, Christ's blood. <laughs> so next, finally, Angus McGonagall's chance. Finally, it's Angus McGonagall's chance. The stage is empty and there's no one to stop him from gargling to the tune of Summertime. <laughs> Mark Hamill even joins him. Eventually, Kermit sends Animal out to chase them off stage. I love the idea of using Animal as, like, the hook. Yeah, you I know? love like, it. And Mark Hamill is so just, like, wholesome and goofy in this. It, I still... And he's like this. It hadn't <laughs> clicked with me yet what the gargling was. Oh, I didn't know what the gargling was. But did it click with you by the end? Is All it? Right, so then I'm going to keep going. I'm You're going to tell me? Yes. Okay. Next is the UK spot where we sing Three Little Fishies. This was a cute UK spot. This song was so familiar to me. I guess I feel I like I've like... heard it as a kid. Like, boom, boom, diddum, dadum, wadum, chew. Yeah. It was very familiar. It sounds like a kid melody. Yeah. It had a very Sesame Streety fun It felt vibe. very Sesame Street. Like, we weren't counting or anything, but yeah. it did have, like, this, like, I don't know, it felt even It was rhymy. Yeah, it was fun. Up next, Scooter performs... Six string orchestra. At first, he sings alone in a room with his guitar. Then he's joined by the Electric Mayhem. Soon, he is performing a full blown concert. He looks like Elton John. But he does look like Elton John. But as the song ends, he is once again alone in his room. He laments, "Someday I'll get to be a star." I don't think I ever knew that Scooter wanted to be famous. I know. Doesn't that feel like a recent? This is new for this episode. Maybe he just, it's like, no one likes him, and he wants people this to like This is like a him. way to find, a, like, a, a way in. Yeah. I don't know. But he's he certainly... could stop being a bossy dickhead, I think. Bossy dickhead. Who's like, he's... oh, my uncle's gonna raise your rent if you're not nice to me. I hate that. Like, he's, like, blackmailing Kermit constantly. Yeah, it sucks. But I guess it's like, what are you gonna do if that's how the system is, and you need to get what you want? Uh-huh. He's just using the system, and he knows it's his only way to get Kermit. Because Kermit doesn't seem like the most legit 
person. No, he's not on the up and up. No, I think I think uh, Fozzie Bear is much more legit. Except Fozzie Bear is a little empty-minded. Uh huh. No, he can't handle it. He can't handle it. But I did. I enjoyed this song. I thought it was really kind of neat. Um, I love the infusion of the mayhem. Where has Doctor Teeth been? This is my new question. We need to put out an APB on Dr. Teeth. I haven't seen him in ages. Yeah, I mean, maybe this is the period of time where... Oh, no, 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 no. Well, maybe he was injured after he got his, like, turtle shell removed, and they okay. gave him, like, just that new hump. But he was in the movie. Yeah, no, I know. And we've watched the movie. But I don't feel like we've seen him since the movie. Oh. Where's he been this season? Has he not been around since the I don't, movie? I don't think so. Maybe they left him in New York by accident. Maybe they forgot his body and... That's all I can Or think. they they don't have the arms, like the 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 sleeves or like that maybe, Jim would have to wear. Yeah, or like maybe when Jim plays that character, he like gets all revved up and he needs like a lady to call and maybe like he didn't have it. The only thing that I liked he about always this sketch though, who am I kidding? Was that I was like I like that like this is a full number for Richard Hunt and I was oh, yeah. thinking to myself while I was watching this I'm like I feel like of all the performers we would like, if he were still alive, we would have re- reached out to Richard Hunt and been like, could you come on our podcast? Yeah. Could you please or like, interview you? Or, like, at least you? answer our email. Yeah, could you... <laughs> would you want to talk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, it, again, like, not as good as the scooter bit that we saw when he named all the people who guested. Yeah. Like, on the award show episode. What was yeah. that, Phyllis George? Yes. But it wasn't bad, and no. I liked the idea of the mayhem being there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And then it was more than it became more than the mayhem. Yeah, like the whole it horn was the section pit was, band and yeah, like it was the, the pit, orchestra. For sure. Yeah. Next backstage, Robin races in to tell Kermit something, Robin! but Kermit stops him. One thing at a time, he says. That's how I'm able to put on this show without falling into a panic. Ooh, Robin. He then turns to announce that Pigs in Space is next. When he finally gets back around to talking to Robin, the young frog reveals that the Star Wars people have hijacked the swine trek. Kermit naturally panics. I love Robin delivering bad news. I love Robin, period. And Robin has an uncle, just like Scooter has an uncle. And Robin, like, never blackmails anyone with his uncle. Damn. And Robin's uncle is in a place of power also. Robin's not, like, trying to, like, flirt with other characters and get them on the show because his uncle runs the show or whatever. Yeah, or even just be like, you're my uncle, Kermit. Put me in every sketch. Yeah, no. He just is like, hi, you're my Uncle Kermit. Can you help me? Can I help you? Can we guide each other through life in, I love in a nice, Robin. wholesome way? Robin is the perfect nephew. Scooter is the villain nephew. What if Robin is really Kermit's son and he just had Robin too early and he like... Okay. Kermit's parents raised Robin as their own or what is No. His How does that work? Is his brother or sister. Yeah. Like they gave the baby away. Or he just found him on the river... Nile, like Moses. Uh, in a basket. In a basket. Floating down. <laughs> what is that? Is that, um, isn't frogs a, a, a plague? I think frogs is a plague, <laughs> yeah. Fro- it is, it is. And Pharaoh, it's one of the first plagues, I think. Uh, and frogs, Pharaoh's locusts. Like, too many frogs! There's actually a, a children's story called Too Many Frogs Too about many frogs. Pharaoh, yeah. Pigs in space. As alluded to in the previous scene, the swine trek has been hijacked by Luke Skywalker and his droid companions. But Captain Link Hogthrob confronts them, prying into the minds of these Star Wars people by asking Skywalker, who's your tailor? I love that outfit. <laughs> this had such a, like, the the Uncle Deadly back and forth it kind did, of vibe to it. It did, but you have to admit, like, his Luke Skywalker suit or whatever mm-hmm. is, like, it, it looks like it was sewn on his body. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. It is. It, it is like I don't know how they got skin. him into that. I don't know. I don't know. It's like second skin without him having like a vinyl suit on uh-huh. or something. It's very weird. Meanwhile, Dr. Julius Strangepork can't resist playing with R2's buttons. First Mate Piggy can't resist playing with Luke. But evil is lurking around Ooh. every corner, hot on the tail of Chewbacca. Piggy is so and the horny. Crew upon the dreaded, I, Piggy is so horned up for <laughs> Luke Skywalker that she comes out dressed as his sister. She like yeah, but you don't know their sister and brother yet, right? You don't find that out in the 80? first movie. I don't think so. No, not yet. This is only the time of the second movie, right? So I, don't I think, think the second they, movie quite came out yet. In eighty, maybe not by the time this episode is airing. You're right. I think. Find out but by this out. time, Frank is working with them. But when Kermit, when Kermit comes, not Kermit, sorry, Jesus, when Piggy comes out dressed as as Leia. Oh no, it came and out in 1980. Like, yeah, but not yet because oh. this is February of 80, right? And it doesn't. The movie must have come out like May of 80. Yeah, May 21st. Yeah. So when Piggy comes out and she's like, "Oh, I'm the princess," and then Luke gets in like a dumbass little like. You've gained fat some joke. weight. Yeah. I can't. I'm like, it's so knock much it off. fat shaming. But I'm so glad that she like then threatens him. And she threatens everybody. Like, good. Good for you, Piggy. She's like, if you don't go along with this, I'm going to cut you in half. Yeah. She's going to cut him. Love it. I love it, too. More violence but from But she's just it. so horny. And she w- would do... I mean, I don't know what Piggy's doing now. I guess now that she's with Kermit, they're doing their thing or whatever. But, like, good thing, like, OnlyFans didn't exist back then. Or, like... I don't know. I'm trying to think of the... The pun. Only pigs? Only, I guess only, not only pigs. Oinky, fa- oinky, oinky fans. <laughs> Oinkly fans. Oinkly fans. That's it. I love Oinkly you fans. work, work. I had to like, I'm doing that, like, you know that face with the lady with the math behind yeah, yeah, her? Yeah. Oinkly fans. That that's always it. looks like Julia Roberts with the math. Is it Julia Roberts with the I don't math think so. Oh. That's how I imagine it. It does look like it could be like a Julia Roberts what movie do you, comes to mind immediately when you hear the name Julia Roberts? Julia Roberts, I think of Aaron Brockovich. Me too! Yeah. I don't know why! And it's like the, she has all her hair piled on top of her head and she has sunglasses on and maybe she's holding a baby and she's like looking behind her. Like Did the you have DVD to watch cover. that in school? I've never seen it. Oh, I had to watch that in school. <laughs> I've never seen it. But yeah, that's the one. I wanted to call it being Aaron Brockovich, but I'm mixing it up with John Malkovich. Please stop. <laughs> I'm telling, I'm going to hold you to the Catherine Keener special. <laughs> Next is a Muppets newsflash. The newsman reports that the swine track is about to make a soft landing on a distant planet, but that Venus is about to make a hard landing on the Muppet newsroom. I loved that the Venus de Milo falls on him. I'm like, yes, this is the perfect way to do that joke. I like, love it. But anytime I see the Venus de Milo, I think of the gummy de Milo. So, <gasps> precious Venus. Mm, gummy de Milo, and he like peels it off that woman's butt. The babysitter. And she oh thinks my he's, god! Like, harassing and, and he's who, drooling. Who plays him in like the movie reenactment of it too? When they, I think it's like, is it a oh, Belushi, a Belushi? Oh, or something. My god, I forgot that they did like the story uh-huh, behind they, it. <laughs> <laughs> There's like yeah, like a Dateline reenactment yes. episode or something like that. Oh my god, so fucking funny. <laughs> And he's like, eh. And he's like pawing yeah. at her he even like, more. Yeah, it's like, like so gross. Like, Come yeah. here. <laughs> so now we're back to Pigs in Space. Part two. The swine trick makes a not so soft landing on the planet Coosbane. The crew must seek shelter and find a seemingly deserted cave. However, 
they soon learn that the dreaded and icky Dirth Nader is already there. He menacingly approaches Skywalker to ask, Who's your tailor? I love that outfit. <laughs> Luke tries to fire his blaster at Nader, but it's no use. Nader has neuralized all their weapons, except for one, Chewbacca, the Wookiee. So when Chewie comes out, I'm like, I don't know. That's not, he doesn't look right. And then I'm like, what is wrong with it? He's, he's not wearing bullets. His, yeah, he's not wearing his bandolier thing. It's called a bandolier? I think so. I love that word. He's missing it. And I'm like, it, he looks so like, he's naked. He yeah. doesn't have his little belt thing. It's I know. so weird. I, I think that people just like the word Wookiee. Mm-hmm. I like the word Wookiee. Why I not? Like Wookiee, Wookiee. The, the, the like Star Wars Wikipedia is called the Wikipedia. Is because, it yeah, really? Yeah, they call it the Wikipedia. That's cute. So now Chewbacca comes on to the sound of a triumphant fanfare and grabs hold of Darth Nader. But Nader has one more trick up his sleeve and he calls for Angus McGonagall, the gargoyle. This is where we see his the tongue. The gargling argyle gargoyle. All Gar- seems Wait, lost. gargling gargoyle. Gar- gargling argyle. Okay, gargling argyle gargoyle. Gargoyle. Who's gargling Gorgeous. Gershwin gargling- gorgeously. Gorsh, Gershwin. Okay, anyway. All seems lost. What could possibly get our heroes out of this mess? Well, what else? A song and dance number. So the gargling Gershwin thing, he comes out and he makes Chewbacca noises. That's basically what the gargling is. And I was like, oh my God, that's so stupid. Yeah. That that's basically the idea behind it, right? That he'd be Ah. making the, you know, sound. Kermit enters to join the cast as they sing, You Are My Lucky Star. Doug. What? How are you not going to comment on this gargoyle's tongue? It it's, is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It is. He is a member of Kiss times he's like, Yeah, he's, like, he's got like this lizard mouth. Yeah. Even like the way his like triangular, his mouth is and everything. <laughs> so is very weird. weird. I loved his build. I thought he was such a cool looking Muppet. He has like a craggy face too. Yeah. Like he, he's like so textured and interesting. And he has like, yeah. Yeah, he's got like little like bumps and pops on his on his nose mm-hmm. and everything. He's really cool looking. I loved this whole dance number too. I thought this was so incredibly yeah. stupid. When they're like, Chewbacca and so R2, dumb. take it away. And the Chewbacca is like phoned in. Like he looks like he has no self-confidence in his dancing. And then he starts to really go and yeah. stuff. It was so fucking strange. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And then R2 was like hesitant. And then he's like, oh, I have seen a, a Fred Astaire video. Oh yeah, he goes, good thing I watched dancing. a Fred Astaire video. Oh my god, I thought that was so funny. It was funny. very cute. And I felt like this was like Anthony Daniels' chance to do something more artsy than just be like, oh, bumbling, and this is, you know? And, and this is C-3PO's new body, right? This is not the New Hope body. This no, is... I think it is. Really? I don't know. Why? What looks different about it to you? The li- I don't think you see his His wires. like circuit board yeah. chest thing? I don't, I don't know. remember. I haven't, honestly, I haven't watched... Those yeah, maybe this is more of a design for Empire. That would make more more sense. Right? What's funny too is I don't I don't remember where he says it, but he says like a third rate variety show, and I think it was a it was a funny to it was like a nod to the Christmas special. Uh huh. I think it was supposed to be also because I wonder when does that come out? Seventy eight. Is it seventy? Oh yeah, it's is it seventy eight? It it's comes that out like quickly? after. Yeah, it was Damn. before Empire. And it was only aired once, right? 
I mean, people, you could watch it on YouTube. I've never seen it. I have a bootleg DVD of it. I've never seen it, but I did watch it's the newcomer. It's November 1778. I, yeah. I listened to the newcomer's episode of it, and I need to watch it now. It's very hard to watch. I've never been able to watch the whole thing. Well, if we watch it in like a group and we all take a gummy or something, it might be fun. It might be a little bit easier, too. <laughs> it's very strange. Be Arthur. Well, you watch the, you listen to the well, newcomer's no, no, no. episode, Beatrix right? Beatrix Arthur. Yeah. That's what she she's. She sings, she like, it runs the cantina and she sings this weird song so she's gladys and uh yeah <laughs> and then like there's a, a boba fett cartoon in it and it, the whole thing is so strange and jefferson airplane has a like a big play into it too it's very weird i think they're jefferson starship it's that yeah it's starship rather yeah and all of the um the wookie stuff is like so incredibly boring <laughs> i heard the song what do you get a wookie for christmas mm-hmm. it's very rough Roof stoof. So when Kermit tries so when Kermit tries to get Luke to do something for the finale, he refuses, but instead retrieves his cousin, Mark Hamill. Mark sings with them <laughs> When You Wish Upon a Star. Okay. This Foreshadowing is such to Disney, Disney synergy. It's it, insane. Especially because both franchises are owned by Disney. I laughed hysterically as the castle began to the rise. Castle and I'm like, everything. oh my god, these like these shooting stars. I'm like, holy shit. Disney's logo, I don't even think, really looked this much like this back then. I was like, oh my god, this is like the modern Disney yeah. logo almost with, with the castle, castle and the, the way the. No, but the you know, castles had to have been in there since the 70s because when did Sword in the Stone come but out? But like, I mean, this elaborate. Yeah. With like, you know, not just like a dumb little silhouette and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this looks like, you know, a Star Warsified version of the castle that they use now in the opening it's for Disney. Just, it's like they knew they would it be bought by it Disney. It made me laugh. I was like, oh my god. Jiminy Cricket. Both of these things now, it like... They should have put a wonder, Jiminy Cricket Muppet. If Muppets... If the Muppet show ended up streaming on like CBS because that's where it aired initially, would this episode even be there because of how Disney and Star Wars it is? You know, like Viacom it's so owns weird. CBS. Who owns CBS? I think Viacom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there would probably if they did, Disney it would probably be a licensing thing. So many things now that they own Fox, right? It, yeah, they own Fox. They own ABC. Dude, I was on Disney Plus owning. yesterday, and Edward Scissorhands is on Disney Plus now. I'm like, what a world. That's so weird. Oh, they just own Tim Burton now. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Basically. Except for that Batman movie, right? Like, that's it. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, he did two Batman movies. So I started Edward Scissorhands just to see the studio logo come up. Because I'm like, was this a 20th century movie or was this Touchstone? But it starts and it's it's like a snowy 20th century Oh, my God. Who Framed Robert Rodgett is Touchstone, though, right? Can you hit me with that title one more time? (laughs) Who Framed Roger Rabbit? You said Robert Rodgett. Or something. It was great. Yeah. Yes, that's a touchstone. But that, like, it's like um, a blue orb that gets struck by lightning. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. It goes. I love brrr. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Me too. I wish I could watch it with the kids, but you know, Jessica Rabbit's too sexy. I've talked to you about this before. Lisa's I, love of Betty Boop is the I know. same as Jessica Rabbit. I know. You have to convince her next time you see her. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I know. I'm like Lisa. Like Jessica Rabbit's not bad. She's just drawn that way. Yeah. It's unfortunate that that be held against her. It's not like we're watching. It's watch- slut-shaming that she won't let the kids watch it. Drawn Together? Remember that <laughs> yeah, cartoon? it's not Drawn Together. Oh, my God. Drawn that cartoon to- used to make me laugh my drawn ass Drawn Together off. is insane. I Actually, I wonder how that holds up, if that's still very funny. A lot of really weird racy shit on that show, too. I think somebody gave, like, 
a cartoon animal a blowjob there. And there's then they, a like, lot of... I just always remember the shaking of the Pikachu. Uh-huh. When they, there's yeah, a quarter behind your ear. Ling Ling. Ling Ling, like, yeah. Like, yeah, he's like a Pikachu looking thing. But yeah. they fucking also call him Ling Ling. I know. I know. I can't. Oh, All right. So now at closing, Kermit <laughs> thanks the stars of Star Wars, but Luke insists that they also should thank Mark Hamill. Kermit suggests that Luke leaves so Mark can come out, but Mark joins them on stage anyway. And Mark can't help but ask Luke, who's your tailor? I love that outfit. This is a very funny yeah. running bit. That I love your outfit. In our edits here, it says, when the episode aired on Nickelodeon, the following scenes were cut. Scooter practicing for his big number. Good. That Mark was a- Hamill and Angus gargling the Gershwin on stage. And the second Muppets newsflash. Wow, the second Muppets newsflash is so funny. I love yeah. that. And I feel like Mark Hamill gargling Gershwin on stage was very much focused towards the children yeah i don't think you needed to have the scooter practicing that's fine cut that but that's so weird to cut all of that stuff instead of just taking out the the um the uk spot yeah you know the uk spot was really cute though yeah it didn't fit very well but it was nice to see that shark back it didn't fit at all no Mm -mm. they could have done so much more that's one of those uk spots that feels like they've just recorded a couple of them what did we have oh yeah oh put that one in it Mm -hmm. you know whatever that's fine Mm -hmm. because i guess maybe maybe it was done because star wars had such a mass appeal that they were like well put a family friendly one in or something you know like or one that would be more appealing to this episode wasn't bad but i did think it was gonna be much better so did i i i didn't I wouldn't call this even my top episode. Especially how we've done, um, we had the murder mystery with Liza. We had an award show <laughs> Liza with Liza O'Shaughnessy. You know, like, why didn't we just do a straight Star Wars kind of parody thing with this one? Yeah, even though you have, like, because, look, even the whole beginning of A New Hope is the two robots, is C-3PO and R2-D2, yeah. right? And, like, I mean, the Muppets are so renowned for their parody. That they could have think- been lost, yeah. You know, like so many things could have happened. Yeah. They didn't do a good job writing this. No, and I've told you before, they've done an episode of Sesame Street where C-3PO and R2-D2 get lost and they get stranded on oh, Sesame Street. see, that's a better premise. And it's like, that's a better premise, yeah. And and honestly, like George Lucas, he has way more material than he knows what to do with. I'm uh-huh. sure he could have given a, a yeah. little idea, a, a notebook clipping. Oh, uh-huh. use this. Yeah. And it's not too hard to, like, make up Star Wars kind of parody planet talk and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It would have been great. I don't know why they didn't do that. But, oh And the well. guy who plays Darth Vader is a big British Liverpoolian guy, right? Oh, my God. What like is a, that guy? I forget yeah. it. I it is so funny to watch those clips of Star Wars with him doing the voice. I've never seen instead that. Of, um, instead of James Earl Jones. I have to do I have to do better. James Earl Jones' voice is so iconic in this franchise. Remember that, like, Bell hearing Atlantic? anyone else do it. Bell Atlantic is now Verizon. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> it's just like weird commercials for them. Yeah. The only place that there's still Bell, I feel like, is in Canada. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I didn't even really think that that's the same Bell. It is. Yeah, it must be. Okay. We're going to watch the Christopher Reeves episode next week. Kermit is jealous when Miss Piggy falls for guest star Christopher Reeves. Kermit gets jealous? I, I love when Kermit gets love jealous. Love that already, for sure. What a deflatable ego. She plans to sing Never Before, Never Again. Oh, my God. Never Before, Never Again is the song that she sang to Kermit in the Muppet movie. She plans to sing Never Before, Never Again for Kermit, but she deliberately smashes Rolf's hand in the piano so Chris will have to accompany her. She sings East of uh, of the Sun, West of the Moon for him. 
So this episode is really exciting to me. This is very stupid, but um, this episode, when we release it, it will be released on February 24th, which is my birthday. And one of my dad's favorite things to like remind me all the time would be that um, the day that I was born, he was sitting in the in the hospital lobby watching the Superman movie on like the little TV when they came in to tell my dad that like I was born and he can come back to the You're room his little or whatever. Superman. I was like, oh, that's so weird that did we're going to watch. Did they know you were going to be a boy? I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Back then, like, did they really do all May of that? Your firstborn, you know, masculine. But I thought that that was so cool and how weird that we're going to watch the Superman Christopher Reeve episode on, your birthday. on my birthday. So strange. That's kind of nice. Yeah. I love that. So join us next week while we watch the Christopher Reeve episode. Follow us on social media at ITTWTM. And message us. Message us. We need a new message. What did we miss? Did we forget yeah. to talk about Gonzo in the beginning of the episode getting bit by a duck? Yes, we did. Oh, we did. Oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. But, uh, yeah, so watch the Christopher Reeve episode. Join us next week. And uh, until then. Thanks for the gumball, Mark Hamill. Yeah.